0: When is the last time we actually sat down and like properly filmed a video? I feel like it's been a while. It's been a lot of like super chill videos and here's this and here's that because y'all, it's been a time. It's been a time between getting a new job end of school year packing up a classroom and then like renovating the house it's been it's been I nice mean, coffee it was really disgusting here's take two it's a lot better we're gonna talk today about content and specifically how to make your content a little bit easier when i talk about content i'm referring to anything that you are creating to help sell your products so that could be blog posts, YouTube videos, social media posts, you know, Facebook groups, it could be reels, it could be TikToks, if you're into that, it could be tweets, it could be emails, like all of those things kind of fall into the broad category of content. And they can take a lot of effort, but there are ways to make them easier, which we're gonna talk about in this video. If you are brand, brand new to the TBT world and just getting started, then you don't really need to have content just yet. If you feel like you can do it, great. But I would suggest wait until you have like 25 to 50 products. That way you kind of know how to make products and how to upload. And you also know kind of like what products you want to make. And on top of that, um, you know, content can be a lot. And so there's that. But if you've been around TBT for a while and you've done, you know, all the products and stuff like that, I would really, 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 really highly recommend that you look into content. If you are solely reliant on TBT for your traffic, then you are always going to be at their mercy, <laughs> um, which means you are struggling with the algorithm and there's like inflation and like there's so many things that are out of your control in that scenario content is a way to kind of like take back a little bit of that control and have a little bit more say over the outcome of your business content wise like i said you can do you know long form content which would be blogging youtube or podcasts you can do social media or you can do emails all of those are like different content buckets i personally think that eventually everyone should strive to have a long-form content a social media and an email list because they all kind of work together in different ways and when they work together they work really well but you don't have to have the, all of those things like right now so whatever you have currently or are working on having we're going to use it to help you figure out how to like you know make this make this a little bit easier so let's get into it all right number one is to stop Stressing. When you're doing content, it can feel like this big, huge thing. But the problem is when you make it into a big, huge thing, like, oh, I have to write all of the blog posts, or oh, I have to make the most amazing YouTube video ever, or oh, I have to do a reel that has all these cool transitions and does, you know, all of that when you make it a big deal it gets really difficult and if you're great at all that stuff like go for it but if especially if you're newer or if it stresses you out stop worrying about it and just go for it half of the reels on my Instagram are just me talking to the camera and you know what I think that is so much easier than all of the other things does that mean that I don't do those things no it just means that having ways to make our content easier is a game changer for example here is me talking to you on the other side of the camera I'm not stressing about it we're just we're just sitting down I did like put an actual outfit on I did fix my makeup I did fix my hair because it is like pouring outside so the rain was not having it but I'm not making like a big huge thing about it and making it so difficult that I can't do it okay so that's number one, it's just stop stressing about it, stop stressing, go do it. Number two is to have content pillars. So the idea of content pillars is not something that I've come up with, but it is a very popular idea in the content world. And that is to have like, think of a, like, I, I, maybe this is because I'm way too into like, ancient civilizations, but I always think of like the Greek temples that have like the pillars coming up at the front. Um, and so your content pillars are literally the things holding up your content that are the topics that you talk about the most. So for example, here on this YouTube channel, I talk a lot about content because I'm very passionate about content. I talk about things like time management and I talk about things like TPT. You know um it's so, definitely you know i talk about all of those kind of things and i have those like pillars of content that i draw from in the music world i talk a lot about centers i talk a lot about like folk song lessons and i talk about like movement and games and engaging your kids and those are kind of like my three content pillars so when i am stuck for something that i can create i think okay Well, what's a game I haven't shared before? What's a lesson that I use with a folk song that we can talk about? What are some movement activities we can share? Because those are things that I talk about a lot. Those are my content pillars. So your content pillars might be teaching creative writing and teaching grammar, I don't know or whatever but have like your content pillars that are your typical things it's a little bit different for me on like instagram because like I have a tpt instagram it's at becca.e.davis you can go follow over there and we talk about tpt but we also talk about like coffee and we talk about books and we talk about my dogs and so my content pillars over there look a little bit different but anytime that I'm going to post something I can draw on those pillars on ideas and if you're not sure if you should post something think like okay is it within my pillars and if it is then go for it I don't know how it's always the blue one that makes it in here I have five of these number three is to schedule time to create your content. One of the most difficult things about any kind of content, whether that's filming reels or, you know, making blog posts or anything is the time factor because they all take time. Even if a reel only takes a little bit of time to film, you still have to find that time. This is something I think about a lot because it's like in the school year, i don't have a lot of time obviously but my time is so structured that it's actually kind of easy for me to do this so having a time scheduled that you can work on these things is going to be a game changer so for example for years i've had one day a week that i film youtube videos and Every day on that, every week on that day, I sit down and I film YouTube videos. It might be one YouTube video, it might be four or five, but that is how I ensure that I'm getting YouTube videos filmed. I do similar things with reels. I'll have like a list of reels that I think of, and then I'll go and film all of them at the same time. And just having those things scheduled out to make sure that I do them is great. Another example would be like emails. I always have a day a week that I sit down and write emails. And if I don't do that, then it stresses me out. Now, I wanna caveat this with don't get too married to your schedule on this. This is something I've been thinking about a lot because I came from this school year where yes, I was super busy, but because I was so busy, everything was like super scheduled and I knew when things were gonna happen and I knew then when I could film videos and when I could do this and when I could do that because I knew you know, basically what I was doing every hour of my day because so many of them were accounted for and I had to really think about the rest since school let out, because I'm filming this over the summer, um, since school let out, it's been really difficult because I have some days where I'm home all day long, I never leave the house, and I have ample amount of time to do all of the things. And then I have other days where, like yesterday, I was teaching at a summer camp all day. So I was at summer camp all day, and then I went to a meeting with a lady from church, and by the time I got home, it was five o'clock, and I was like, I haven't written any blog posts that I need to write. And I really, what really got me thinking about this was that I have been working on um, transforming our house. And so I did like a whole renovation to one of our rooms and added picture frame molding and painted and learned how to use a saw and all of those kind of things and so I would be you know all day long I'd be painting and sawing and nailing things and sanding and all that kind of stuff and I'd get to the end of the day and I'd be like oh I didn't write blog posts and normally I write my blog posts like I'll have a scheduled time like I you know I do it at this time and it would be like 10 o'clock at night and I was like well not the time that I planned to write blog posts but I didn't plan on this project taking forever so we're just gonna do it and so instead of so yes have a scheduled time but if that scheduled time doesn't work out don't make excuses for yourself and be like oh well I couldn't do it because blah, blah, blah. no just just do it just do it anyway just make it happen right now my office is a. Like- full on disaster. There's like stuff I brought home from school. There's stuff that we bought the other day that I haven't like taken out to like decorate the house. There's like an extra plant that needs to go in a pot. There's a table that we moved out of a room and I don't know where it's gonna go. And so like my office is a disaster. But i didn't let that stop me from doing these videos instead i was like we're just gonna clean this much (laughs) and then we're gonna film the videos and we'll we'll clean the rest of it after but don't like have a time scheduled that you're going to work on things but don't get so married to it that it makes it so you don't do it if that time is messed up does that make sense i hope so especially because you can't actually answer me well you can answer me but i won't see it in a timely manner or maybe ever i'm really bad at answering comments so i do apologize in advance send me an instagram message if you need to talk to me all right number four is one that's not going to shock you and that is batch batching it means that you do similar like tasks at the same time and batching is a way of life that will change your life for example filming videos right now i had to clean enough space for me to sit i had to pull out the lights pull out the tripod, get a fresh battery. Like I had to do all these things to film a video. And so if I was gonna do all this stuff to film one video, no offense but it just would not be worth it because it would just it would just be a lot of work but if I'm gonna do all that work and then I'm gonna film like three videos then it makes it so much more worth it because I don't have to do those added steps I don't have to pull out the lights for every single video because I only had to do that once and so if you can do things where you're bashing you're shoving things together it will make things much easier it'll also help you get kind of in a roll. um or what do they call it In the flow i think is the fancy word for it but in the flow of things so for example i've been batching my blog posts, and so i've been writing three I am feeling very proud of myself actually I usually only write two I've been writing three blog posts a day and when I start like at first the first couple of paragraphs are kind of like difficult but after I get the first couple of paragraphs I'm just like blah, 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 and it is so easy to get the rest out because I'm on a roll and I'm thinking in terms of like blogging and I'm thinking about how to you know how to phrase things and all that kind of stuff so it just kind of like helps your mind be in that area for longer and that helps you to produce more results so whether you're filming a couple of reels at the same time today i was like scheduling out instagram posts like, like you just do do a couple instead of one if you're gonna do all that work to do one you might as well do all that work to do two and you don't have to do a million just just do two and you know it'll double your productivity double your double your output there you go all right number Five is more about like getting ideas for your content. And that is ask your audience for what they want to see. So this really only works if you have a way to like communicate with your audience, specifically social media or email list, but ask them what they wanna see. You don't have to come up with this all on your own because they probably have questions. They have things that they're interested in. They have things that they want answers to. And so if you can ask them, hey, what do you wanna see? What do you have questions about? How can I help you? Then they can tell you how you can help them and then you don't have to come up with it yourself. It's a game changer. Do it. Number six, we got a couple on ideas. Number six is never, ever, 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 ever Forget your ideas. Um, have some sort of list somewhere, whether that's in your phone in a Google Doc or you know, in an Apple note or in your bullet journal, but have a list somewhere where you write down all your ideas for your content because ideas come to you at the strangest times. And so sometimes it's like, oh, I should do a video about that. I should do a blog post about that. And then you forget it five seconds later. So make sure that you write down all your ideas because then when you sit down to decide ideas of what you should create, you don't have to start from zero. You'll have all these different ideas that you can start from because you already have a whole list that you've been working on all throughout the week or month or year that you can pull from. So write down every idea that you have so that you can kind of keep them together and so that you have them ready when you need them. The next two are ones I've been thinking about a lot as I've gone through this batching process. And so the next one is, um, use your previous content as new content. That's the best way I can say that. Use your previous content. So this works if you are on two different platforms, especially, but even if you're just on one, it'll work. So if you're on two platforms, you can use your content from one to another. So for example, um, I've been, I batch my blogs like I do a whole bunch of them and then I schedule them out for the year. So on Instagram, I've been posting on Instagram a couple times a week every week since last year. So I have, all these posts on instagram that aren't necessarily in one of my blog posts so as i was looking for blog post ideas i was going through my instagram and being like oh hey this reel did really well let's turn that into a blog post and i already have the ideas because i already like wrote them out and said you know oh here's three ways to do xyz and so expanding them into my blog made so much sense or if you only have one you know, platform, that's fine too. Go to previous content and see, okay, what is something I can make that's similar to this, especially things that do well. I look every month at my like top performing videos, my top performing blog posts, my top performing products, performing, performing products, my top performing products. And I use those as my ideas for the next content to create. So look at what's doing well and use that to decide what we're going to do next. That's going to help you a lot. It doesn't mean you do the same thing, but like take a new take on it or do something similar. So like if I had a movement activity in this video, I can do a different movement activity in this video, or I can do a version of it for fall, a version of it for spring. All of those things are things that you can do that are basing your new content on your previous content. And number eight is the most important one that I have been telling everybody. And that is save everything. This has been the biggest game changer lately. Um I noticed it especially because I write a lot of emails, right? So I write my music people get two emails a week. Y'all get one. Um, my Bible people on a good on a good week get one a week, but every other week is good enough for me over there. Um, but my point being, I write a lot of emails. If you think, I've done two emails to my music people every week for like five, week, five years. Like, that's a lot of emails. And sometimes I think, man, I spent all that time writing that email, sent it, and then never used it again. So what I started doing is I have a Google Doc where I save email copy that does really well Or things like especially, oh, it's been so great for promotions. Um, For example, I just opened my blog. I just did like a promotion on my blogging course where it was, I had like a little sale. It was pretty quick. Um, And instead of writing all the blog posts from scratch, I was able to look at my old blog posts or my blog posts. I was able to look at my old emails and use those as the templates for this one. So some of them I literally copy and pasted the same email and send it to you again sorry did you notice probably not and then for other ones I did write completely on its own or I wrote part of it and then I copied and pasted part of it because you don't have to do it all on your own and so I do that with like promotions but I also do it just with um, emails that I thought were really good or that people really resonated with copy paste save them use them again later this is something that is really really helpful when you're writing a lot of emails another example is actually from this past week i made a little like carousel on instagram where i had a couple of i think i just called it like tpt thoughts of the week and i took those thoughts and i like put them in little graphics right that you can swipe through then when i went to send my email to all of you on my email list um that week i took that carousel and I copy and pasted it into my email. And then I expanded on it because obviously you talk more about things in an email than you do on a little tiny graphic. So I used that as the basis for the email. And then, you know what I did? I used that as the basis for this video, and that's how I came up with this video, is because I was talking about reusing or saving everything and reusing old content and doing things like that. And so, because I did that, I was like, oh, I could make a video about that. And some of this is different, some of it is new, some of it is, you know, it's changed around, and some of it obviously I'm talking a lot more than I did on the graphic or on the email, but having that as the basis meant that it was really easy to write this video because i already had things prepared i already had things done i had already thought about it i already put that work out there so i can use that to make less work for myself now so save everything save your instagram posts save your email copy um even with my blog posts sometimes if i do like roundups i might have like for example i just wrote a blog post about my favorite songs for quarter rest And I also wrote a blog post about my favorite songs that have frogs in it. Because for some reason I have a lot of frog songs. I don't know. Um, I have a frog song that has quarter rest in it. It's called Frog in the Meadow. It's amazing. If you're an elementary music teacher, you need to check it out. There will be a blog post about it very, very soon. Um, But it's so great. But because I had these two different blog posts, I didn't rewrite all of the stuff I'd already talked about when I explained about Frog in the Meadow. Instead I went, copy paste because i'd already written it and the likelihood that someone's going to read both of them first of all closely enough that they're going to see that it's the same thing is very very slim um and the likelihood that someone's going to see both those pieces is pretty slim and the likelihood that they're going to see both of those and be like oh the exact same thing she said about it last time is very very slim because even if you read it again you're probably not going to notice it's the same and you're probably not going to be like oh she copy and pasted it because it's the same thing so obviously i'm going to say very very similar things about the same song okay and then third even if you did notice would you care probably not okay um so use everything reuse everything save everything that is something that has saved me so much time through this set of blog post writing because I already have hundreds of blog posts which means I've already talked about a lot of the things that I'm talking about now in a new context because that was one of our other things that you should do um and so it just you know it just all flows together so that's the story about reusing the content reuse everything save everything no one's gonna notice not that I don't think y'all pay attention to my content because I hope you do and I really appreciate those of you who do and I know some of you who do but you're still probably not gonna notice especially when I'm like videos because I'm gonna say it a little bit differently every time so there's that too. Anyway, those are a couple of things that are going to help make your content easier, whether you are on social media, whether you're on blogging or YouTube or whatever. Um, if you have questions, don't put them in the comments, but send them to me over on Instagram at Becca.E.Davis. I'm much more likely to see them over there. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Have a good day.